All right. Lessons learned time. Jared, Talon, they're back with me here. I kicked Chris and Joe off. I don't know if we're going to be able to take this seriously. We had some shenanigans. I did the countdown. <laughs> Let the record show. Chris, I did the countdown. He did. He did. I'm capable did well. of this. It just, it was funny. <laughs> okay. So, season three, we've uh, we've given you guys a lot of background information. So, or up until season three, I should say, we started kind of with season one. So you know who we are. We are lessons learned. You know where we are. We are everywhere. But most importantly, we're on YouTube, so you should go subscribe and probably watch us on there. There it you is. Know, Link in the description. Yeah. yeah. Boom. You know when we are, because we release episodes every Monday, first thing in the morning for y'all, so you can hear it on your morning commute. I was confused for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about why we are. And if you want to go that far, we can even tell you how we are, because if you also look in the description, it has the links to all of our recording equipment that we use. So, today, we are going to talk about the only unanswered question here, and that is what we are. What is lessons learned, right? So, uh, mm -hmm. I want Jared to lead us off here, because this was Jared's idea, so you want, why don't you go ahead and get us going there, Jared? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what, we, I really like that, Randy. That was impressive right there. <laughs> Uh, when you said how <laughs> we are, I'm just like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> when we are, that one really confused me, but that was good. <laughs> yeah, so we on. have we have been doing a lot of this stuff, like why did we start the podcast? How do we st start the podcast? Um, one question that came up in my mind today, actually, was what, I guess, how do you say it, what we are? what our what, conversations what are, what are. like what what are our episodes supposed to bring to you and we talk about our experiences you know our experiences uh turn into your wisdom and i mean that pretty much says it however i feel i feel like personally looking at some of our videos and our titles of our content i think of it as um you know, like an answer to a problem. Whereas it's not really an answer to any problem. It's our discussion that not only helps us, but it's, you know, us talking about our experiences and kind of hopefully, hopefully turning it into wisdom for whoever's listening um, to you who's listening right now. And it's not so that you can avoid a problem or that you can like skirt an issue altogether because Skirt. It's going to happen regardless. You can't avoid it. Like, what does Jordan Peterson say? He says, um, you can't deny the truth. And that's basically like what's written into existence, you know. But you can go really deep with that. You can't deny the truth. Like, what's going to happen to you is going to happen. You can only control so much, but there's always going to be some issue, some problem that you need to overcome. And our, our talks... Our conversations are not meant for you to avoid that. It's meant to give you some wisdom, impart some 
hopefully impart some wisdom to you uh, to help you navigate through these issues if you have similar issues. And uh, hopefully it'll give you an easier time going through that. So you aren't alone, you know? And that's basically my spiel on it. Oh, cool. All right. So that was a great episode. <laughs> and <laughs> so wrap up. Monday and... <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yeah, we're... I think Jared really hit the nail on the head, and I'll even admit I was a little confused as to what he was talking about when he brought this up in the chat, but it makes a lot of sense because, you know, we, not that we want you to make mistakes, but we know that you're going to make mistakes. We want you to be ready when you make a mistake. We want you to know how to move forward and move past it and what you have to do to overcome it and grow from it. And that's what this, you know, channel and this podcast is all about is the growth factors, like, what can you do? Like, can you, you need the ability to be able to take your negative experiences and turn it into something positive. Yeah, exactly. And like nothing in life is black and white. Nothing's good and bad. So like some of the episodes that come to mind is like dealing with loss, relationship issues and stuff like that. It's like, we're not trying to get across anything like, Hey, this is like the answer to this situation in your life. More than anything, it's like, this is how we deal with it um if this ever occurs to you how are you going to deal with it and at least you know like jared already said at least you're you know that you're not alone in that kind of situation like you can listen to other people and you can listen to their experiences and how they felt in that same situation that you're in yeah if anything it's just a conversation between people who you know none of us are really experts in our fields although i know talon uh is very uh he's very knowledgeable about finance like it fascinates you. It's something you're very interested in. Um, I think you're trying to get your real estate license or something, maybe in the future. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Someday. So yeah, boy. Yeah. We're, but aside from that, I mean, we're normal guys. So hopefully hearing our conversations will just give you um, a little bit of perspective and just a feeling that you're not alone with whatever you're going through. Um, hopefully we can provide uh, a diverse enough background to each of us to where right. you know someone can relate if they're listening I think that's what's great like you talk about perspective and I think that's what's so great about our group is you know granted that we are all very like-minded people at the same time we're all very different people and I think we all handle things differently and you know you may relate to one of us better than another one you might relate to jared better than myself in certain situations and that's okay but that's that's what we're here for and that's what makes it so great is you're getting five different perspectives on a topic five different ways you can look at a problem and five different ways that maybe you can fix it yeah yeah uh i, I think this is a great opportunity to talk about maybe the importance of failure in our lives yeah absolutely because i think we can only talk so much about why like what we think people should get from our conversations of course that's ultimately right. up to you the listener um but yeah I, th I feel like this is a good spot and opportunity to talk about failure and why it's important um how it can change us um what role it plays in our lives as human beings yeah, yeah and we've talked about sure. we've talked about a lot of our own failures throughout the podcast so so far. You know, if you go if you go right back to episode 1, you know, all of our 
as we called it in that episode, greatest lessons learned so far was based off of some failure that we had and taking it and learning from it is, you know, that's, that's the ultimate goal. You have to be able to push forward through these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no, there's no way to learn if you don't have those fails and you have those tough moments. Um, exactly. That's, that's exactly how you learn in life and how you grow as a person. Yeah. I mean, where would we be without failure? I mean, if <laughs> like one, um, no, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> if, if there are no issues, like if you're raising a child and granted, I don't have a child. I mean, I have a dog. That's it. That's the extent of my knowledge there. Um, but I've watched a lot of videos, so maybe that helps me understand this a little bit. Uh, if you're raising a child and you make their life so easy to where there are no issues, you know, if you, uh, if like, okay, a good example is like growing up in a rich family. If you grow up in a rich family, uh, you end up feeling entitled and you miss out on a lot of good life lessons. Um, you know, if your parents, if you ask for like the brand new iPhone 13 max or whatever it is, I, I don't know what it is at this point, <laughs> uh, for your birthday, that's in a month and then you get it right away, you know, this $1,300 phone, or I don't even know the prices. Uh, I just know it's expensive and it's new. And if you get that right away, then you're going to expect to get everything in your life right away without any trouble. Um, and you aren't going to learn de delayed gratification, which I think is very important. <laughs> Something I thankfully learned when I was very young. Um, and you know, if you don't have any problems, then you're going to miss out on a lot of life lessons. You're going to like miss out on opportunities to build your character as a person. You aren't going to be able to relate to as many people. Um, mm -hmm. So I think you'll be, I feel like you'd be very close minded if you grew up in like that very insulated environment as a child, because then you're going to enter like the, if you ever get away from that and you enter the real world, everything everything's not going to be the same of like what you expected when you grew up. Not everyone experienced the same things that you experienced. And there's a lot more hardships out there in life than like someone like that in situation would even be able to comprehend. Um, it's like what you just said, you won't be able to relate to other people uh, very easily and everything. So yeah, you need those, you need those failures and those hard things to learn from like delayed gratification, just like that ability to just be like, Hey, uh, I like as a kid, like I'll save $5 a week or whatever your allowance was. So you can get that $60 video game instead of buying candy or something like that. So yeah. get those things that you actually want in life instead of those like little things that just make you happy in that one single moment or something that delayed gratification. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. My, my allowance, I think if I worked extra hard that week, Actually, no, I think it was every time I went on to the job with my dad, uh, he installed carpet. So mm. when I would go and install carpet with him, he would give me $20. So uh, $20 for a day's work. Um, it wasn't bad when I was like 12 years old. So what I did is I saved up child money. labor. I'm kidding. I saved up. I saved up uh, $200, which that was tough. As a 12 yeah. year old, $200 is a lot of money. Um, I saved up $200 and I got one of those razor like motorized bikes. It wasn't, yeah. it was like the motorized nice. like sport bike, that one. Yeah. And that thing was a blast. 
so I, I learned <laughs> delayed gratification at a fairly young age, thankfully. Yeah. My first awesome. one was a was a PS2. Oh, that was your first big saving yeah, two. That purchase. That was like my first big like delayed gratification thing that I had to save up for. Uh, I think what was interesting, because I think oftentimes, you know, your your parents say, well, it's like, oh, well, if you want this, you have to save up and, and get it. Um, I think the interesting thing in my case was it was my idea. Hmm. Like, I really? didn't I didn't ask my mom and dad for it. I said, I want to save up money to buy this. Oh, that's cool. And that's what I did, you know, and you did. And I was, I don't remember, I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old, somewhere in that same range. And you did the things that kids do. Like you shoveled sidewalks during the winter time. You had lemonade stands. Yeah. For those of you who are younger and listening, sometimes kids did this thing where they'd like set up a table on their street and they'd make lemonade and they'd sell it for like 25 cents a cup. We wanted Not that, that most money. Of you would know about that. <laughs> Dude, there's, like, so many things you could have done as a kid to earn money, like, really easily that I didn't think of until I was an adult. And then at this time, if I tried to do it, it'd be creepy. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) I don't know, make, make, like, bake brownies or something. And then if you go to church, like, I went to church, I could decide to stay for another service. And I could sit out in the parking lot during, like, first or second service of church with my... Uh, with my brownie stand, and I could sell brownies yeah. to people. The I mean, about, heck, they would they would just buy it just because you're a cute kid selling dude, brownies. Exactly. Like, when I see <laughs> lemonade stands, I'll go get a lemonade because I'm just like, oh, like heck they're doing yeah. good things. I don't actually want this lemonade because normally it's like the really trashy lemonade, but it's just like I'll give them money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine me standing there as a 26 year old guy, like, hey, I got these brownies. <laughs> Do you want some? <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, oh, what's in the brownies? (laughs) Yeah, nobody. People wouldn't trust you. But think about the lesson in and of itself. Like, just just to kind of wrap it back into what we're talking about. Think about the lesson in and of itself right from that. Um, Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. You're always going to look back at stuff. Even if you did something well, you're going to look back at it and think, you know, what could I have done better? And that's, that's the learning part. That's the part we're trying to drive home is like the ability to be able to do that, to be able to look at a situation that you were in good or bad and be able to say, this is what I did well. This is what I did poorly. This is what I need to do moving forward. Yeah, exactly. And like in a situation like that, um, you could even mentor and you can give that advice to other people like Jared. Like, I mean, heck, go tell like a kid in your family or someone that's like part of your life. It's like. You want to make some extra money? I have great ideas for you. Don't don't bother with the lemonade I stands. Plans. I just wrote them down yesterday. I'll give you the ideas for ten percent. Ooh, 10%. there you go. Oh, uh, so something that uh, it's it's a little bit off topic, but not too much. So if if I ever have a kid, I would want to teach them um, like the concept of investing early on. So we talked about like the delayed gratification of like them saving money, and I would be like. A bank account for them i'd be like yeah if you give me your money um for savings i'll give you interest like i don't know how that would work with like a kid but it's just like yeah if you give me your money and you want to save up to something i'll give you like 10 percent interest on this um situation give them like a concept like that like if they let me save their money for them i can then give them more money in return see if that maybe changes their eyes in some way yep the downside is they can't spend that money yeah exactly yeah. yeah 
that'd be interesting. I'd be like, yeah, you have to give me this money for a year. And in a year, I'll give it back to you, but I'll give you 10% with it as well. That's smart. I'd be interested. I'd be interested if they do it. I like that. Yeah. Um, to to bring it back, to loop it back around. Thanks, Randy, for keeping us on track a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like, if you think about it, without failure, we wouldn't really... I'm going to try not to, like, sound philosoph- uh, philosophical and, like, go deep into it. But this is just what I'm thinking. Like... Failure is kind of what gives us meaning and purpose in life, right? I mean, if we didn't have something difficult that we had to work through to build off of, then we wouldn't grow. Um, And, you know, failure is not avoidable. I think, uh, let's say, I feel like um, we don't care about failure when it comes to stuff that we have no interest in like something we don't care about like high school uh you had subjects that you cared about more than others and the subjects you didn't care about if you got like a c minus you didn't really care because you're still passing but say you want to um you want to be a scientist when you grow up and uh you fail like you get a d minus or an f in your science class on that test it's going to sting a little bit more um Maybe that's not a good example. Maybe let's say you have to get your high school diploma and then you're in your last year and your teachers are saying, hey, you're going to have to take summer school before you can get your credits. Um, Like that's going to slap you in the face a little bit more than, you know, just failing a subject you don't like. So I feel like these failures, um, like in failure lies the implicit world um yeah you know uh i don't know i don't know how to stop from repeating myself that yeah like it's like the things in life don't become real like in all honesty until you fail at something like you just said like with school like you fail an exam you had to do summer school or something like that like that's when things really affect you um because like when you succeed in something in all honesty like you get like that little high of dopamine for a little bit but then it goes away pretty quickly but like when you fail it it affects you in a much different kind of way for like a longer period of time and you grow a lot more from it as well um and you actually had a like an example right there when i was in seventh grade i failed two of my classes in seventh grade because like uh i just didn't do anything i was going through a lot of hard times at that time in my life and so i went to summer school in seventh grade so i went from um like it was called the ib program it was like the honor classes it was like an international honors class and stuff like that and i went from failing that um to go go into like summer school and everything like that and it uh yeah it changed my view on like school it's like oh i guess maybe i should actually try and care about some of these things a little bit maybe i should actually care about like my mental health a little bit and everything too so it was uh yeah you don't learn unless you have those failures because yeah otherwise a lot of things in life you can just like kind of skate by and you can just kind of do things just as is just like on autopilot in all honesty and it doesn't really like affect you until you do have a moment that you fail at something and that that failure taught you a very valuable lesson right like oh yeah hey maybe i should maybe i should dedicate more time to this uh yeah like i mean at the very least so you don't have to like at the very least like so you don't have to do that again it's just like oh if i literally did a little bit better on one test i could have avoided all of summer school like yeah i would have still had a bad grade but at least i would have avoided failing the class (laughs) yeah i i have a similar story i mean i was in 
I was in seventh grade and the first half of the year I had C's and D's and I had one or two F's like it was bad. And then like near, near Christmas break, I think I was getting like almost nothing but D's and F's. Um, and during Christmas break, I realized, Hey, I, I'm going to fail if I don't like, I'm going to fail the year if I don't bring this up. And I realized, Hey, you know, maybe I could actually take 30 minutes to an hour of my day after school and study and do homework. Like this was a, a new concept for me. That's a crazy, I, that's a crazy concept right there. You know, yeah. You know, the curriculum in school is getting a little harder in seventh grade and I wasn't able to keep up with it. Um, with my wits or whatever. Uh, so then I started to study and I started acing all of my tests, like started getting hundreds on all of my tests and I was getting nothing but A's like just suddenly after Christmas break and to the point where my classmates actually accused me of cheating. And it was like this deal, like that's how big of a shift it was. Uh, people were surprised. And then, um, I remember I had to take retake this test and it was like a hundred question test um multiple choice and i was the first person finished with it um and i got a hundred on it and you know i got accused of cheating so then the next day the teacher sat me down and handed me a new test because there are like two or three different versions of this hundred question multiple choice test and i sat down and I took this hundred question test in like five minutes and turned it into the teacher and they're like, okay, you're good. Cause <laughs> they, it was just me and the teacher in the classroom and they just had their eyes on me and they just saw me just complete this whole test in five minutes. Um, yeah. You rolled that, right in, you rolled right into the next point that I wanted to make actually okay. pretty perfectly because with that story, you know, you roll. You you came into your winter break. You were you know pretty much failing everything, and you had a moment where you said to yourself, "What am I gonna do? Am I gonna, you know, allow myself? You know, am I, am I just gonna give up? Am I gonna allow myself to fail and just be done, or am I gonna really work at it and work hard and study and go after it and try and fix this? You know, mm-hmm. it, and I think that's, I think that's a tough choice, people often need to make when it comes to failure like they don't they don't realize that failure isn't the end i think so many people fail at something and they're like well that's it i failed like uh, i'm I'm done i think people need to realize that it's up to you you have to make a choice you have that choice in front of you it's what are you going to do you failed what are you going to do to get better that that's that's everything like you know i know i i've talked about sports a lot and the impact that sports had on me you know growing up and playing sports and even playing sports now but you know you run into that all the time in sports where it's like you're not you're you're going through like um a slump in baseball you're not hitting well do you just you know stew on it and oh i guess i'm just gonna strike out every time i get up are you gonna go to the batting cages and take your extra time and do what it takes to fix it you have to take that into consideration like what are you going to do to fix it or are you just gonna let it be as it is 
Yeah. yeah. If the thing I, that you're doing at the time, if it, if you keep failing at it, at some point you're just going to have to take a step back and just have to make a change. Um, and I think that's the greatest lesson. It's like if something's not working, you just have to change it up at the very least to try something new. I think that's I think that's your duty as a human is to mm-hmm. uh, is to take control of your failures because what I've seen and it's quite sad to see I've seen some people do this because um, I didn't grow up in the nicest area and my friends you know didn't they weren't rich or anything so there were some some poor people around who I've seen you know they let's see i'm trying to not um you're trying to put it in try, like a, i'm trying to articulate my thoughts yeah. in a way that makes mm-hmm. sense um i grew up around some adults who uh had never really made their definition of failure clear to them uh to themselves and it shows because you know, if you have a failure, it doesn't feel good. And I think it's your duty to actually face that and make a definition of failure. So that way, when you see it coming, you can avoid it and you can take the necessary actions to avoid it. You can study more, you can work harder. Um, you can set an aim that is higher and it's, you know, it's not going to feel good along the way, but then after you avoid that failure and achieve that success, it's going to feel great. Um, and making your definition of failure clear is difficult and it's hard. And that means that if you don't put in the hours, if you don't put in the work or study, then you're going to miss the mark and it's going to hurt because you knew what you had to do and you didn't do it. Um, and I mean, you can avoid that for as long as you want, but one day, maybe when you're 30 or 40 or even 50, it's all going to crash down on you. And you avoiding all of that, uh, like that tough challenge of making a clear definition of failure. Um, yeah, it's going to hit you all at once. And, uh, then you're going to realize it a little too late, maybe. Yep. And (laughs) yeah, like, and I, I, so like real fast, but when we started this episode, I couldn't even imagine like talking about something like that because I've never even thought about it myself. It's really easy for uh, people to talk about failure and growing from failure, but failure is different for every single person. And I've never even, I've never even thought about like what you literally just said, Jared, what is someone's own personal definition of failure? At what point are you failing at something? And it's different for everyone and people need to. Yeah, people need to come up with like what is failing in their own eyes. That way they know how they can rebound from it and how they can try and change things in their life for the better. Yeah. yeah. I love that. If you don't if you Define don't set that definition failure. and and uh make that aim in your life, then yeah. If you fail, it's whatever. It doesn't hurt as bad because you didn't you weren't aiming at anything. Mhm. And to to bring the whole thing full circle cuz Jared I think did it without realizing it. Um, Jared, you mentioned <laughs> that you you don't want people to avoid the failures, right? And you, no. you think that's what people set, tend to do is avoid the failures. That's not what we want you to do. Mm-mm, not at all. Started the episode saying it, bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back. That's not, that's not what we're here for. 
Um, yeah, and I think with the nature of our podcast, I think it is a common misconception here is that people think, you know, some people think, like I, I know some of our more really dedicated listeners might take the perspective of, you know, if I follow exactly what these guys do, uh, I'll avoid all the mistakes they've made. And that's great, but you need to make your own mistakes. And your mistakes are your own as well, because you might not make the same mistakes I make. Hell, a mistake I make might be a success for you. So our lives are totally different. Everybody's life is totally different. Something I might view as a failure, you might view as a giant success. It's all a matter of perspective. And that's why, like Jared said, you have to define it for yourself because you can't yeah, we've talked. We uh, just again, we've tied so many past episodes into this, but just kind of a running theme is you can't compare yourself to others. You know, so many people. You know, a point that I know Chris has made a lot of times. So many people say, "Oh well, you know, I'm, I'm 25 years old, and all my friends have moved away, and they have girlfriends, and they're getting married, and they have kids, and I still live at home." It's like you're on your own path. You know, and like, I guess I can put myself into that category because I didn't think I'd still be living at home now, but I don't, I also don't necessarily think that I'm a failure for it. I just think things didn't work out the way I thought they were gonna. And now I'm trying to do things to fix that. I'm trying to move forward and learn from the mistakes that I made that put me in that situation. And I think a mistake is not a mistake so long as you learn from it. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to teach you to take those mistakes and have the tools to learn from them, no matter what they are. Whether it's, uh, you know, a bad relationship problem or a financial problem or something that happens at your job. You know, we've, we've talked about the full spectrum. We've talked about so many different things and touched on so many different topics. But at the end of the day, all we really want you to do is have the tools to figure it out. Figure it out for yourself. Yeah, that's good. I mean, we all, we're all we all lacking in our own ways with whatever failure uh, we're confronted with. And, you know, if I fail a test, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I wasn't as smart as I thought I was. Uh, maybe I need to study more or maybe I need to study the right material. Um, mm-hmm. So... Whenever you come across a failure, try to see what it's telling you. Like, where are you lacking? Because there's always something that we could work on. And that's why two of us could fail at the same thing, but we could fail differently. Um, You know, I could be lacking in my knowledge of finances, whereas Talon is not. Um, Yeah, it just, it all depends. It's all your own perspective, your own story. I could be I could be lacking in the amount of books that I read because <laughs> I don't read a whole lot of books. But I know a way to fix that. Yeah, we have a great way to fix that. So if you look, everybody, down below at the link in the description for Audible, which you can get free for thirty days if you click that link. Free ninety nine. Yeah. Um. And you can listen to all kinds of books and you can listen to books that might help you figure out how to deal with failure. So you can listen to us and then listen to those books 
and then listen to your failures and learn from them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. I think I'm going to wrap it up. This has been Lessons Learned. Uh, I hope you appreciated this episode because I really did enjoy talking to the guys about it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to continue to follow us, follow our social media pages linked in the description. Um, like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, if there's anything you want to hear, any issue you're going through um, or a situation you're going through, it doesn't have to be an issue. Uh, and you want us to talk about it, we can talk about it and keep you anonymous if you want. Um, yeah, just shoot us a message or a comment somewhere and we'll see it and we will try to get back to you as soon as we can. All right. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.